Hello, my name is Pepe Tawe for AI Ed Voices podcast. Today, I have pleasure to be with Gifty Apambi from the Ghana National Association of Teachers. Nice to see you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. You spoke at our Congress about Union Renewal, but not only that, how it is linked to policy dialogue. You sparked a discussion on how can social dialogue be improved and expanded to ensure that education unions are included in policy development, and how can policy dialogue lead to a certain form of union renewal. What you said was that everybody in the union matters. Union renewal is not only about young educators entering the union, it is, but it's also about gathering facts and data about research. You said we need to identify new roles for unions in society, and we need to take the lead in policy dialogue. So, first of all, how would you define union renewal? Union renewal is about rekindling the interest of union members in the union activities, bringing life into the union that all union members feel belonged, about attracting people to the union, about revisiting the goals and objectives of the union to ensure that they are relevant, ensuring that the objectives of the union are the ones that you are implementing. Union renewal is about making sure that all union members feel proud to belong to the union. And they feel proud to defend the union at any time because they believe in the values of the union. Union renewal is about redeeming the image of the union in the eyes of society. If there are negative impressions about the union outside there, you need to make sure that those erroneous impressions are erased by making sure that people really understand what the union stands for. You can do that by ensuring that you influence society positively. Because most people in society think that unions are about butter, uh, fighting for the butter and bread of their members. Whatever happens in the society affects us too. And so we need to be interested in whatever that is happening in our society. Because whatever gains we get in negotiating for our members, if there are negative impressions, negative uh, policies outside there in the society, they will equally affect our members. So we need to make sure that our public understands us and that we are of importance to them. They see us as partners, collaborators, and not as people who are only interested in ourselves. More so when we are teacher unions, society is always looking up to teachers to lead. And because they have confidence that teachers can lead, because we impact knowledge, that is the most reason why we should get closer to society and help solve societal problems. So for me, if you ask about union renewal, we all need to be interested in union renewal because without any union, workers will suffer. Bigger unions are disintegrating simply because union leaders have not been in tuned with whatever that is happening around. And so we need to get closer to our members to find out what exactly they need and need to redefine our objectives in line with what is happening around us. 
for us to be able to do this, we need to provide credible leadership. Leadership that our members can rely on. Leadership that our members know that we stand for them. Leadership that our members know that whatever we tell them is the truth. And you can only tell members the truth when you have done a lot of research and you have facts. And so for us to be able to negotiate for them, I believe that unions will have to start doing a lot of research. Evidence-based research. Research that will give us facts to advance our cause. We also need to educate our members. Because there are some of our members, when you ask them what is the objectives of your union, they will not know. What does your union stand for, they will not know. So we need to educate our members on the union activities, the union objectives. In addition to that, we need to have an inclusive union. Because the strength of every union depends on the strength of the membership. If the people who you are leading are strong in terms of knowledge about whatever that is happening around them, they will support whatever cause you are taking. You need the young, you need the old, we need everybody in the union because everybody is unique and has something to contribute. So we need to involve them in social dialogue so that they can all contribute their ideas towards the development of our unions and even society. So for me, the fact that sometimes we have to react to policies in society, for me, it is not the best. Because if society is looking after for us to lead, then they expect that we should have been giving them policy directions. So we should be far advanced in identifying problems that need solutions. And so even though we will not be the people who formulate the policies, we can advise government that these are issues in education that we feel that if there are policy guidelines, policies to uh, solve those problems, it will bring about quality education. Now, one strategy that we need to use to be able to win government sympathy and societal sympathy is one, putting the children we are teaching first. That society will know that whatever we are doing is in the interest, first and foremost, for the children. So if we are looking for teaching and learning materials in our classrooms. We are not looking for teaching and learning materials for look, uh, teaching and learning materials sake. We want those things to be able to impact knowledge so that the children can learn well to achieve quality education. We need the parents. We need the community. All these people are people that we need to win our issues because at the end of it all, when the children have quality education, the parents are the beneficiaries, the society are the beneficiaries. So they are our allies. And we need to let them know that they are our collaborators. Even government itself, the main goal of every government is to provide quality basic education. So if they are seen that we are their collaborators, then they will also come on board and then we will have collaborative work to be able to provide quality basic education for our children. Union renewal, yes, it is important. Important because the conditions that prevailed during that time that unions were established are no longer the conditions now. You cannot shout on the streets to get results. You have to go and sit behind the table to negotiate. 
And negotiation is about facts. It's not about how much you can shout. Even if our members are out there shouting, we still need to negotiate. And it is with the facts that we have to negotiate. And that is why I'm saying that the union leadership must have their capacities built. We have to build our capacities. And it must be continuous. Continuous because union leadership is something that is not stable. Four years, new leaders come. The old ones are gone. New ones who have come have to be trained. So capacity building in our union should be continuous. We need to even give capacities to the development to our teachers in the shop floor. Because there are issues there that they can easily negotiate for themselves. Not everything must be negotiated for at national level. So if we give them training and they are able to negotiate for issues that border their working conditions at the shop floor level, it will improve their lives. A teacher needs a marker to write on. Must that be a national issue? If the teacher knows how to negotiate with the headmistress or headmaster, she will just go there and finish negotiating with her. Please, may I have a marker because I don't have the marker, I cannot do A, B, C, D, and because of that, there is no quality teaching and learning in the class. Just finish. You don't need to go to the national level to go and talk about that. But because we are not giving capacity building to our members at the shop floor, issues that should have been dealt with at that place are always brought up to the national level because they wait until they become bigger issues. So policy dialogue is important. Social dialogue is important. We also need to make sure that our governments will put in place structures that will enable effective social dialogue. What they like doing is that they will if it is a policy, they will just put all the policy issues together, together with the strategies and everything, and invite union leadership for a meeting, one, two hours. A document that is presented to you at that meeting for you to look at and pass comments. That is too short a time. And I will entreat union leaders to learn how to buy time. You may be invited, yes. You are going to speak on behalf of people. And so if you feel that the time that they have given to you is too short, negotiate for more time. Pick the document alone. Go and, go and sit down with your union membership and discuss the document before going back. That is the only way we can make meaningful inputs into some of the documents that our governments are presenting to us. Sometimes they just use the attendance list and say that because you have attended that meeting, you were consulted before that document was. Then one thing that I have also realized is that in the developing countries, what is happening is because our governments want grants, they look at the grant requirements and come to write their proposals to fit the grant requirements without referring to the teachers who are on the ground to look at the issues. That is a big issue for the developing countries. And so they go in for grants with conditions. When they bring them back, it becomes very difficult to implement. For instance, I spoke about the strategic plans of the various countries. These plans are reflecting the grant requirements. We were never consulted. The plans were drawn. If not because of the Norwegian Teachers Initiative, some of the countries wouldn't have seen that, the unions wouldn't have seen that we had an education plan. And so we are saying that EI 
should influence the donors to make sure that if we are all interested in quality education, then it should be said that teacher unions are also is a requirement that there should be social dialogue between the teacher unions and the governments. Whatever proposals that are being brought for grants should equally be signed by the leadership of the teacher unions, that they were party to the development of that proposal. Then we are all sure that we are party to the identification of the problems and that we will be party to the provisions of the solutions. When we are able to do this, then we will know that all of us are on board towards providing quality education. We don't want to be reacting. We want to be proactive. We want to be proactive so that the time that we spend in conflicts, in strikes, could be reserved for providing quality education in their classrooms. If a teacher is asked to go on strike and we all go on strike, the worker is lying in the classroom waiting for us. When the issues are resolved, we go back and we are faced with the amount of work that we have not done. So that is not even helping us. So we want to reach a stage where we can get results without necessarily leaving our classrooms. Because we love our children and we want to provide quality education, but we are equally having rights that we want to fight from the government. So we should have social dialogue, policy dialogue, we should be proactive and make sure that we get the best. Thank you very much. To get the latest global education news and advocacy, subscribe to Ed Voices on your favorite podcast app or anytime on SoundCloud. And as always, tell a friend, spread the word, and please give us a review on iTunes.